Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, 614 now. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful sunrise. I'm going to tell you what. You can see the way the clouds are set up, what lights there are on the Crescent City Connection are twinkling. So... Get ready for another beautiful day. Dane Cialino joins us now, professor of law at Loyola. I saw a story about, um, and you heard me talking to Dave Cohen about this a second ago, about a place that was selling THC slushies. And honestly, I don't know, and I don't engage in marijuana or THC, and I'm not judging people that do because I don't know that there's a lot of difference between that and alcohol, which we've determined as a society to be legal, which is a mind-altering substance and a drug. But I don't know what's legal and what's not. Dane Cialino, our friend, professor of law at Loyola. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. How are you? Before I, I, I Your Honor, if I might be allowed some latitude in this manner. God, I always wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> do, do you want to weigh in on insurance and lawyers at all or not? Or you can stay out of it if you want. Oh, uh, what, what's to say about well, that? <laughs> because, you know, Tim Temple, in his speech yesterday, makes it seem as though trial lawyers are the big problem when it comes to insurance in Louisiana, whether it's with homeowners' claims or car claims. But I don't think anybody's hands are clean in this. Yeah, I know they have uh, trial attorneys that sometimes, that oftentimes go on TV, and the afternoon shows are full of them, you know, like it's a game show where – you know, they got me 120000 or using the word one, and I guess you do win a judgment. I, I won uh, $180,000 for me. I, I broke my arm, and he won $2 million, whatever. But the insurance companies bring this on themselves, do they? And I think it's easy to, to throw the, the blame on trial attorneys when, in fact, trial attorneys are necessary to get justice for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's. I think there's a lot of blame to go around on on on, the, on this insurance crisis hands that are we're clean, having. Right? No, that's that's true. The legislature's hands are quite dirty on this. Uh, lawyers are just stepping in and doing, uh, taking advantage of the laws that the legislature that the legislature created. Uh, there are all sorts of penalties that are available uh, to be recovered if insurance companies pay people uh, even just a few days late, uh, and uh, even when they've got thousands or tens of thousands of claims to process after a hurricane, if they don't pay them promptly, then uh, then very onerous penalties and fees kick in. And the lawyers are just swooping in and taking advantage of the laws that the legislature has passed. So, yeah, the, the, the solution here needs to start in the legislature, not with uh, not with carping about about trial lawyers. And the legislature has not been supportive of the things that Tim Temple is supporting. Republican legislatures have not been in support of that, so we'll have to see what happens with that. I just wanted to get your take on that, Dane, because you, you know what's going on. And on by the same token, insurance companies 
part of their operating model is to minimize a claim, is it not? Yeah, I mean everybody, every every business wants to take in uh, more money than it than it pays out in costs, and and the costs that the insurance companies have to bear are the claims costs, and and they want to keep the claims down but keep the premiums up. Uh, that's that's what everybody in business wants to do. So you, so as as far as I know from my personal experience, from my anecdotal experience with other people. The fights that people have had with insurance companies have been with their own, not other people's insurance companies. Does that seem accurate to you? Well, it's a bit of both. I mean, first-party claims are right now what's driving the, the cost of that would be, homeowner's insurance up. But, that, your own but, insurance company is a first-party claim, Dean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm talking jargon. And, well, because I said, you know why? Because I said if I might be allowed some latitude and you immediately thought that I was your peer. That's what happened. <laughs> But anyway, first-party claim is people suing their own insurance company, right? Exactly, and 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 that's that's what's really uh, essentially a run amok in the wake of of, uh, of a the number of hurricanes that have caused catastrophic damage in the state over the last two or three years. And that's part of it too, because like it or not, we had four hurricanes starting in August 2020 with Laura, Delta, Zeta, and Ida, which just chop the, the the foundation of the insurance company down, right? I mean, it was like chopping a cherry tree down on Washington's exactly, birthday. Exactly, exactly. If it is Washington's birthday, I don't know. Let's talk about THC. I, I saw this place that was offering THC slushies, which I guess is like a THC daiquiri. I don't know what's legal and what's not when it comes to marijuana. Is Is it complicated when it comes to state law? And then do you have to factor in municipal law as well? Yeah, it is quite complicated. It's a, it's you have to talk about federal law, state law, federal and law, municipal law. Yeah, yeah, but... all of that. And you know, I was actually in Francolini's last week ordering a sandwich, not yeah. not ordering the THC. But I, I saw that slushy machine, and and it, it caught my eye too. Um, but you know, uh, I, I did go on the, the the site for the Louisiana Office of Tobacco uh, and Alcohol Control, and it's. It's not just Francolini's. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bars, restaurants, convenience stores that have these uh, these licenses to to sell THC products at at retail. Uh, it's just uh, I, I don't know why it, uh, Francolini's caught the eye of the Times Picayune and and me last week. But mm-hmm. uh, this is this is nothing that is isolated to, to one sandwich shop on Chapatulas. All right, let me take a break, and then we'll get into the – because I didn't even think about the federal, because as far as the federal government is concerned, and again, that goes into – pardon the pun, I don't want to get in the weeds on this, but it's THC and cannabis and and what's uh, Schedule One narcotic and what isn't and what derivatives is, and then you got hemp involved in all of this. I, I don't know how you parse this legally, but I know – as a professor of law at Loyola and our good friend, you can help us do that when we come back. We're talking about THC and cannabis and slushies and what's legal and what's not. Federal, state, municipal, more with Dean Cialino when we return. 620, time for traffic now on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, 624, Tommy Tucker, Esquire. Talking to Dane Cialino, professor of law at Loyola. Dane, let's, let's get into it about THC and hemp and federal law and state law and municipal laws. We, we both kind of saw the story, and Dana was actually in the place and saw that they sold, didn't have one, but saw that they sold THC slushies <laughs> at a uh, deli uptown, Francolini. So federal law, first of all, says that marijuana is a Schedule One drug with uh, things along the lines of what? It is. It's a Schedule One drug, which is the the most uh, onerous classification. Uh, but but if it happens to be uh, hemp uh, derived THC um, at at a certain weight, then it um, it no longer is illegal under federal law. Uh, states can regulate it, like Louisiana does, but it's no longer legal under federal law. Um, uh, because it's not defined as as marijuana anymore, it's defined as a as a hemp derived product. It's it's kind of like how Louisiana changed uh, gambling into gaming and made that uh, made that legal uh, by by. It's the same exact plant, but uh, it's just that, a matter of how that, much THC is in it. And I know you're not an agronomist nor a chemist, and I didn't want to get you too far into that. But that's what confuses me because it's it's chemically it's the same substance. Exactly the same substance, the same species of plant. It's just a matter of how much THC weight by volume is in the product. Uh, and and all of the products that are being sold uh, under licenses from the state of Louisiana uh, are not illegal uh, under federal law because even though they have THC in them, the, the same psychoactive sub, sub, uh, sub, substance that's in marijuana it's at a weight per volume that's low enough to be legal under federal law. So THC is the mind-altering substance in it, correct? Correct. CBD is the non-psychoactive substance that you see in uh, often kind of topical lotions and whatnot. Now, what does the law say about CBD, federal, state, CBD, et cetera? Yeah, CBD is perfectly legal because it uh, it doesn't have the THC in it that is uh, – that's, that's – uh, federally regulated in the Controlled Dangerous Substance Act. So let me let me let me ask this and I hope I'm not trying I'm hoping I'm not muddying up the waters but are are you saying then that the law says you can sell a slushy with THC derived from hemp not cannabis as long as it's below a certain potency level? Exactly. As long as the THC level is less than it's uh, 3 tenths of 1% then it's not illegal under federal law, and you can sell it uh, under under state law. Now, you have to get a license from the uh, Office of Tobacco and Alcohol Control, but if you get that license, like hundreds of establishments have in just Orleans Parish, then it's legal to sell it as long as the the total uh, cannabis in, in the product is less than uh, five, I think it's five milligrams. So we're using cannabis and THC interchangeably? Yes. Okay. Now, when it comes to medical marijuana or medical cannabis or medical THC, that's different because under certain circumstances it can be derived 
from marijuana and not hemp? That That is different, right, because there are different concentrations. And that's, again, it's the same psychoactive substance, THC, but it's it's at different concentrations. Um, and that apparently, uh, well, that does make it legal uh, to sell under state law. So legally, scientifically, THC is the same substance. Wait, scientifically, THC is the same substance, whether it comes from hemp or marijuana. Legally, it's different. And politically, but if it's not chemically different, then it's got to be a lot of politics behind why it's okay from one and not the other. Yeah, because uh, many have questioned the science that that the point three weight per volume, the point three percent weight per volume cutoff between legal and uh, illegal THC is fairly arbitrary. Uh, but that's what's stuck in the 2018 Farm Bill, uh, it, the federal Farm Bill, and and that's why it's legal and federally legal in every state. Is there any advantage to? And I'm again, this might not be in in your wheelhouse, but I'm just wondering: is there an economic advantage to hemp as opposed to marijuana de- deriving THC from either one? I, I believe it's the same plant. It's just a matter of one's illegal under federal law and one is not. That is crazy, Dana. And I got to tell you, you've helped me understand this for the first time that ever because I was always confused about that. So, um, any final thoughts on this? No, I mean, obviously the law on this is changing and, and societal mores on this are, are changing. And it it just seems we're going to see more and more THC type products uh, legally uh, hitting the market. And uh, and people are just starting to notice it more and more. That's what prompted this uh the, the Times-Picayune's article about Francolini's and, and this uh, this discussion we had this morning. So is it, it similar to, like, the proof content of alcohol almost? Could you make an analogy there or not quite? Yeah, I think you can because al- alcohol is alcohol, whether it's in gin, vodka, rum, tequila. Uh, it's just a matter of how it's derived and, and, and what the proof of the, of, the, uh, of the delivery device essentially is. The concentration, right? Exactly. Thank you, Dane. Appreciate your time. Have a good day, and my sympathies on Sam Waterston. <laughs> All right, Tom. Have a good day. Right, Dane, see you later. Right, Professor of Law at Loyola will take a break. Talk to Mike Strain. We come back right now. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Dave Cohen. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 